Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Learning Channel. In this three-part series, we'll look at a range of workflows on how you can use a mat or G-mask to lock out certain areas when it comes to 3D tracking and planar tracking. Each of the three videos will examine a tracking scenario and show you the particular steps to use an exclusive constraint when required. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your web browser. Before we start, I need to mention that this media was shot by Dizzy Films and downloaded from mazwai.com. This is licensed under the Creative Commons 3.0 licensing scheme, so please respect the licensing guidelines. Let's start off with our first example which involves this shot which is 120 frames. So you would like to perform a 3D track on this media for compositing purposes. It's a straightforward aerial move, but we also have a glider in the foreground. Let's look at what happens if you just use the 3D tracker without a constraint. Ensure you use an action node and connect the source clip into the action background input. Also select the action node and press Ctrl N for a new media input. Just connect the source clip into the red front input. Now call up the action controls and switch to a dual screen split. Turn off the background input using the pull down menu. Next, delete the image object and axis as the 3D tracking will recreate the surface object with the 3D tracked camera. Ensure you are in the action node bin and select the media assigned to input 1. In the node bin, drag out an Analyzer Mono node in the result viewer. This switches the view to the Analyzer view for the 3D track. This view is also mapped to F7 as a keyboard shortcut. Now double click on the Analyzer Mono node for its controls. This is a moving camera shot, so set the camera settings to do free 3D motion. Also set the size of the trackers to 10 and the number to 200. Press Analyze. The 3D track begins the analysis and once this is done, it will begin to solve the 3D camera. When the track completes, you should see the point cloud. If you only see the blue tracker boxes or nothing at all, toggle the F7 keyboard shortcut to toggle the analyzer view. Now scrub the time bar. The track is not too bad, but under close inspection, the track will slip because of the glider. So the glider needs to be temporarily hidden from the 3D track. Let's start again. Delete the nodes in action and go back to batch. You should have a mat as part of the downloadable media. You can use this in conjunction with the 3D track to include or exclude portions of the image. Connect the mat into the blue mat input of the media node. Now go back into action and switch the right viewer back to the result view with F4. Next, switch to the action node bin and select media input 1. Drag out an analyzer mono node into the result viewer. Now because this media is being cut with a mat, you won't see the rest of the image. So go back to the media menu and turn the background on. Returning back to the analyzer menu, we can set the same settings as before. The camera settings will be a free 3D motion, 
The size of the trackers will be 10 and the number will be 200 trackers. When you look under the constraints header, the ignore mat option is now enabled. This setting will give us the result as before. Looking at the other options, you can localize the track within the media mat. Or you can perform the 3D track outside of the media mat. This is the option we want. Track outside shape is greyed out because we are using a media mat input instead of a GMask shape. Now click Analyze and the 3D track will start. When the 3D track is complete, you should land up with a much better result and a lower refined value. The closer to zero, the more accurate the 3D track. This value is more than adequate. Scrubbing the time bar, you will see that the glider is completely ignored by the 3D tracker as a result of using the mat as an exclusive constraint. So now you have an accurate 3D track and you can begin compositing and finishing the shot. But a good question is what if you didn't have the mat to use as an exclusive constraint? In the upcoming video, we'll lose the mat and look at the alternative workflow of using a G-Mask as the exclusive constraint for a 3D track. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos.